0: This is Samson Hadush from uh, Florence School of Regulation. We are here today in Mauritius participating at the first regional energy forum of the uh, Indian Ocean Islands. Uh, I'm here with uh, Tony Emaduo, uh, the CEO of Seashells Energy Commission. Uh, thank you, Tony, for uh, accepting to share your insights about uh, the Seashells energy sector. Uh, i would start by just asking you what the Seashells Energy Commission does uh, where do you
1: position yourself in the sector? Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Uh With regards to where we we are, uh, well, uh, the Energy Commission itself was created uh, with the task to really address the the issues of the energy sector in Seychelles. I mean, following the oil crisis 2007-2008, mm-hmm. there was this. Uh, urgent need for us to, to to address these various challenges that the Seychelles is facing, okay. primarily due to the uh, high cost of importation of fossil fuel for, for the energy sector. Yeah. Uh, there was this need for us to, to strengthen energy security in Seychelles and one of the key uh, objective was we need to diversify our energy base. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, uh, there are numerous steps taken to, to 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 address this. Uh, so uh, the commission was established. The energy policy was uh, formulated, mm-hmm. uh, stipulating that we need to diversify and uh, laying out the targets for sessions in terms of how much renewable energy that needs to be integrated to the grid. Yep. Uh, following that, uh, we had the Energy Act, which basically uh, put in place uh, the legal framework for the energy sectors. Uh, One of the primary things that came out of it was the provision for others to generate, apart from the utility, which is vertically integrated. And also, it did set the uh, essential energy commission as the regulator. And uh, since then, we've been uh, trying to develop uh, the commission into a functioning regulator. Mm -hmm. It has taken a lot of uh, uh, challenges, time, things are moving slowly. Yeah, uh, you have to to accept that uh, changes will happen very slowly, given the way uh, the, the environment was for so many years. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a new sort of uh, concept that uh, you know, with time, people will understand the benefit of uh, having a regulated uh, electricity sectors mm-hmm. and and how that can help in strengthening our energy security and creating this level playing field which all participants of the electric sectors can, can feel confident that they, they can participate fairly uh, yeah. in the sector. Um, other than regulating the sectors, we've also been tasked to promoting renewable energy and energy efficiency. Yeah. Uh, we've done that through numerous projects. We've supported government on numerous other uh, initiatives uh together with the uh, PUC the utility who also has been uh, you know uh, at first maybe a little bit uh, you know cautious in the, 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 the aspect of how renewable can, can support but over time mm-hmm. they they saw that uh, yes things has to change and they also has to change but uh, it will take time and uh, yeah we, we feel that uh, there is a lot to be done but we've done quite a bit so far but if you have to
0: put uh, like the top uh, energy challenges of seashells at this point in time from the perspective
1: of the regulator what would this be i think uh, right now the policy itself is i would say needs reviewing okay uh, it was I was as I was saying formulated in 2010 mm-hmm. and since then there has been numerous discussion and numerous changes with regards to how the technology is and also how government perceive mm-hmm. the, the role of renewable energy in the energy sectors so lately there's been Talk about going further than the fifteen percent by 2030. Yeah. So with this uh, in mind, we really need to to, to look at to how can Seychelles meet that targets, and develop the right strategy and, and plan for us to move ahead. Uh, with regards to regulation itself, is another uh, mm-hmm. challenges that we are actually facing. So yeah. So the Act has been in operation since 2013, and there are quite a lot of gaps in this uh, legislation that yeah. we, we really need to address. And uh, this is one of the biggest challenges for us right now, as a regulator, to really function. Okay. Without the, the right legal framework, uh, rules, procedures, all of that, it's basically, you cannot operate, Op- a yeah. regulator cannot operate without this. Yeah, indeed. It's fundamental to the you know the, the, the basic process and functioning of the regulator. So it is something we are we are looking into. We already okay. got uh, cabinet approval to actually review the legislation for the sector the energy legislation for the sector yeah. but then we are faced with the the, the the funding for it finding out the financing we've approached numerous organizations okay. uh, we're still waiting for, for positive feedback in terms of getting the support to, yeah. to carry out the work.
0: Yeah, can you give us a bit of an example of the gaps in regulation that are really? Uh, kind of obstacles to the achievement of the renewable yeah. energy targets? Yeah.
1: I think in terms of the, the gaps, some of the gaps is related to the governance of the the regulatory body itself, okay. Even in terms of giving it the right function and powers mm-hmm. so to carry out its work. Uh, there are certain elements missing, uh, mostly with regards to the powers, but mm-hmm. also in terms of some of the provision provided in the legislation, which uh, in a way it's like conflicting in terms of how government, how the politician perceives that in one, one example is, for example, tariff. Mm-hmm. It should be clear what's the position of the regulator and the utility and the government with regards to tariff setting, tariff approval. And, and currently, even though it's clear in the, the, the legislation, yeah. political decision being taken doesn't comply with, uh, with what the regulation uh, Provides yeah. so in that sense uh, once we start doing the reviewing government needs to really state what's the position in terms of regulation if if it is sort of an hybrid process of where it's not really the, the decision doesn't lie solely on the regulator to make it. if they wanted to have like a more collaborative where government also has a say and mm-hmm. IT as has a say that's up to it but they, it needs to clearly Sort of uh, say, yeah. Instead of having a regulation and then not complying to it, and that's kind of frustrating, okay. because it has happened in the past where decision taken by the regulator has been overturned by government, by just for political reason, or even from the utility side, they have these challenges also. Certain things, the decision they make is the political, the executive uh, overrules certain decisions. So I think uh, in order to to create this, you know, this um, uh, reassuring uh, environment for mm-hmm. not only us, as the regulator, but the utilities and any other other players, the investors, private sectors, it needs, they need that confidence that there there is a proper legal framework in place and yeah. it is being respected mm-hmm. as it is. So I think this is one of the challenges. So so in doing the the review of the the legislation we hope that through a process of uh, consultation collaboration with all stakeholders we will mm-hmm. be able to at least get their views and how they want to see the whole sector develop and i think that's that's something we will approach it that way rather than looking at it that it's the commission that will have to draw up the yeah. regulation no mm-hmm. It will be a regulation for the country as Secretary a whole. Level, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then there are technical regulation and other stuff that we, we really need to, to to develop. That basically will provides these operational uh, you know rules for us to 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 do the work, mm-hmm. uh, and that's it okay yeah. Very good. and uh, like
0: so there are like new developments also happening like people uh, we have auto consumers uh-huh. as you call them like prosumers uh, that are showing up in uh, in the sector how, how are you dealing with those uh, uh, new developments
1: um? I, I think what uh, has worked well in seychelles is uh, there is an appetite for Renewable energy development. Yep. I mean, we really do not really have a problem of deployment of renewable energy. Mm-hmm. It's more down to the technical challenges that we have to how do we integrate the renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and given that appetite and, um, and the lack of legislation, didn't really stop the development of renewable energy. Mm-hmm. You know, people accept whatever uh, rules or procedures, even though it's informal they they accepted it and uh, and that's good. I mean in probably in some other countries they will there will be backlash or maybe taking people to task in terms of not having the right formal or legal mm-hmm. framework in place. But I think the the consumers uh, themselves, the auto producers, uh, they want to see renewable energy and to to maximize return on whatever investment yeah. they they want to do so. So I think the current environment itself is quite attractive mm-hmm. uh, for them. Uh, I think uh, we didn't really give too much in terms of uh, uh, return on investment or things like that. Uh, probably it will be a bit difficult in terms of uh, the integration part, the technical part, where you yeah. have to, you know, to to limit certain capacity, putting certain cap, control on the. The amount that they can really, but uh, it's then down to a question of really educating and uh, the consumers and explaining to them that the real challenge is is uh, greater than that. We are a very close, isolated system, mm-hmm. so we have to be careful of whatever we do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the primordial things for a regulator is to ensure that we have the supply uh, efficiency of it and at a, a cost that is affordable to all. Mm-hmm. So introducing technologies doing this sort of thing can impact in terms of the reliability of the supply uh, even can uh, impact on the cost of supply so mm-hmm. we have to be careful uh, maybe the pace of it is not as fast as some would like and definitely uh, it's something that we will have to to work more together and see how we can address uh, that um, technology is developing so fast they, they the government the politician wants to see more in terms of when they go to this international forum and seeing the yeah. the neighboring country you know achieving higher percentage for for them is just you know trying to meet that technical aspect in a particular aspect mm. so, it, it's quite challenging but uh, I think we, we, we are on the right track I think it's uh, it's a question of uh, getting more support not uh, in terms of just coming and doing that and leaving but more in terms of getting Guiding support, mentoring from actual, you know, countries or uh, organisations that has actually developed, you know, the right framework or environment for mm-hmm. being able to to prosper. But uh, I think this is what we we're looking at. We've done quite a lot, and it's basically getting these pieces together and at least see yeah. if we actually on the right path. Great. Uh, so I wish you good luck with. Uh
0: with everything, with <laughs> achieving your priorities and everything. <laughs> Thank you, so Thank so you Tony. It's a pleasure you. to you. Yeah.